Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God has been doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on, because as I always say, there's a lot of stuff going on. And as you read the paper here in the United States, you see that there was a, a madman ran into this, I think it was Walmart, shooting up the people. So we got to thank God for bringing us another day because these people were not loo, 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 upstairs. Them devils and got their minds and they're proceeding on what the devil tells them to do. So I thank God for another day that he brought us. We used to sing a song a long time ago. <clears throat> something goes something like this. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. Now, let's go again. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. He's kept me by his goodness. He kept me by his goodness. And he saved me by his grace. And he saved me by his grace. The Lord has kept me. The Lord has kept me a mighty long way. A mighty long way. He saved me by his grace. He saved me by his grace. And he loved me everlasting. And he loved me everlasting. The Lord has brought me. The Lord has brought me. From a mighty long way, he kept me by his goodness. He kept me by his goodness. And he saved me by his grace. Hallelujah. The Lord has brought me. Hallelujah. From a mighty long way. You got to put yourself there. The Lord has brought me from a mighty, 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 mighty long way. From a mighty, mighty long way. The Lord has brought us. The Lord has brought us. From a mighty long way, he kept us by his goodness. He kept us with his goodness. He kept us with his goodness. And he saved us with his grace. And he saved us with his grace. It is his grace when you go out in the morning and you make it back home. It's God's grace. He kept us by his grace. The Lord had brought us. The Lord has brought us from a mighty long way. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He's kept us from all harm and danger when he didn't have to. He brought us 
from a mighty long way. Bow your head, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the bath for those that are with me this evening, oh Lord God, and I ask that you touch every level soul under the sound of my voice, whether they listen to the podcast, whether they're listening to or watching the broadcast, however they may be receiving it, touch their lives, encourage their lives, and let them understand that you truly brought us from a mighty, 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 mighty long way, and you protected us in the midst of everything going on around us. I look to you for your grace. I look to you for your mercy. I look to you for your salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Hmm. People think that song is a joke. I know I'm not a great singer. Ah, that, that, that's already verified. But that song is true that God has brought us a mighty, 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 mighty long way. He kept us by his goodness. He saved us with his grace. Oh, come on, somebody. He's been good. He's been good. I mean, because you know the shooting that just happened in the Walmart. That could happen anywhere, beloved. Anywhere. Anytime and anywhere. And I'm grateful for God's uh, 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 goodness. I'm grateful to God's goodness how he blesses us with his greatness, that's better, and how he blesses us with his love and his kindness and his strength. I'm wrestling with another message this morning, this evening. Uh, today's message is supposed to be old past. But then I look at uh, the old past part four. I'm going to try to get to this message. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But I keep hearing another message, and I'm fighting this message, but I hear this message that, 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 that's coming. And it's a message about rain. Hallelujah. The rain coming. The rain coming. The rain coming. Everybody looking for blessings. Everybody looking for this. Everybody looking for that. But the rain is coming. So what are you talking about, Pastor? Well, the rain is coming. Did you hear what I said? The rain is coming. Rod W. Schambach used to say, when it rains, it pours. When God rains, it pours. The rain is coming. Get your Bibles real quick. We're going to run over to verse 10. Chapter 18. And verse 44. 1 Kings chapter 18. Y'all got to bear with me today because this is not the message that I originally wanted to talk about today. I, I'm striving to talk about uh, uh, Old Pass Part 4. Uh, we're going to see where we go with that. Chapter 18 and verse 44. Let's start at verse 41. Chapter 18, verse, uh, chapter 18, verse 41, saying, Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for it is the sound of the abundance of rain. Verse 42. And so Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself upon the ground, upon the earth, and put his face between his knees. Verse 43. And he said to his servants, Go up now 
and looked toward the sea, and he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. He said, go again seven times. Let's go back to verse 41 for a moment. And Elijah said to Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the abundance of rain. So Ahab went up, ate and drank, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and cast himself upon the earth and put his face between his knees. Well, I'm Brother Ahab with a lot of the man of God tell him to drink. And to eat. Because abundance of burning was getting ready to come. I just ate a big new. I just drank some water. But Ahab one day more than a big Newton and drank a little more than water. But Ahab knew that Elijah was a man of God. And that if Elijah said the sky was going to turn purple, it was going to turn purple. So Elijah told Ahab, get up and go eat and drink. Because there's an abundance of rain coming. There's an abundance of rain that's getting ready to hit you. You don't want to get caught in the rain. You want to be a part of the rain. What are you talking about, a part of the rain? You want to be the receiver of the rain, but not caught in the rain when it's come down. Because when the blessing is coming down, they're coming down hard. No. Ahab knew that Elijah was sent from God. It was no joke. Not like today, preachers can prophesy. Of any prophet, prophet lie, and you jump up and down, and then you go and never take place. But Elijah was not like that. Elijah said, Your foot was on hell, your foot was hell. If Elijah said you were gonna see, you saw. Not like today. Not like these prophets say today. Well, I pray for you, you just don't have no faith. That's why you didn't get healed. Elijah wasn't like that. Elijah was a true man of God that had true power with God. Elijah told Ahab, look at that verse. Look at that verse. Verse 41 says, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up and drink, eat and drink, for the sound of abundance of rain is coming. You got to hear the sound of abundance of rain coming down. Don't you know the only people that's going to get ratchet are the people that hear the sound of the trumpet? Oh, a lot of people don't understand what I'm talking about. When the bridegroom cometh, you have, y'all all know the story of the ten virgins. But what you don't know, it wasn't just ten virgins in the place. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. There wasn't just ten virgins in the place. There were other people there, but only 10 virgins heard the call of the bridegroom, and only five was prepared to go. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me this morning. 
There was ten virgins that heard the voice of the bridegroom say, Come on, let's go. But only five was prepared. And the place was loaded with people, but only ten heard the voice of the bridegroom. Elijah saw Ahab something he did not see. He saw Elijah. He saw Ahab. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Did you hear what I just said? He told Allah, he told Ahab, Allah just told Ahab. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Now look, let's go to verse 42. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to Mount Carmel and cast himself upon the ground and put his in his knees. Now you know when you sit down and you drop your head between your knees, you ain't seeing nothing about the ground if you got your eyes open. Did you hear that? You don't see nothing but the ground if you have your eyes open when you drop your face to the ground between your knees. Why did Elijah drop his face to the ground when he already told Ahab he heard the abundance of rain coming? He had abundance of blessings. He had abundance of deliverance. He had abundance of healing coming. He heard it. Ahab didn't see. But Ahab operated in faith at that moment and believed the man of God and went and ate and got going. The man of God came and dropped down to the ground and put his head between his knees and told his servant to go look toward the sea. And tell me what you see. His servant came back and said, I don't see nothing, man. Ain't nothing out there. Ain't nothing out there. Elijah said, boy, don't get me up from here to knock you upside your head. Go back there seven times and then come back and talk to me. The young man went out there seven times. On the seventh time, he seen a little head. He said, it looks like the hand of a man. Look what the mouth says. And he said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. He said, go. And he said, go again seven times. And it came to pass the seventh time that he said, behold, there arrived a little cloud out of sea like a man's hand. Now listen to what the prophet told him to do. And he said, go up and say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot, get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. He told the servant to go tell the king Ahab, to get your behind in your chariot and get going now that the rain will stop you from getting back to the castle. Get back to the palace. Because the blessing is going to flow and it's going to meet you where you're going. Now y'all ain't hearing me today. The rain coming. When the rain comes, when it really rains, it pours. You see, they got rain showers, but then they got rain. Elijah was talking about real rain. 
And the thing about this, the servant came back and said, I see a little car that looked like a man's head. Mm. He didn't just see a cloud. He seen a man's hand. He seen a man's hand moving. He seen the hand of God moving, but he didn't know what it was. But Elijah did. That's why when he came and told Elijah, Elijah told him to go tell King Ahab, get ready and get going. See, sometimes you got to go through a dry period in your life. Sometimes you got to go through when nothing is going right, nothing is making sense at all. There's been no rain. There's been no blessings. There's been no raises. There's been no moving forward. You stuck. But I come to tell you today that the rain from heaven is coming. I'm not talking about no little sprinkling. I'm not talking about no showers, no spring showers. Rain is coming. The rain from God. God is going to rain on your life. You better make sure you're in a place. Now, if you read the story about Ahab, Elijah specifically told him to do three things. Four things, actually. He told him to get up, go in, get your chariot and get down before the rain stops you. Wow. Because when God begins to rain down, you don't want to get caught in the rain. You want to be a part of the rain that's due to the season. Did you hear what I just said? You don't want to be a part that's getting jacked up in the rain. You want to be a part of the rain that's going to season you. That's going to help you flourish. You see, when the rain comes down, it fills up the earth. It soaks up the earth. You ever notice that? The, 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 the ground become muddy, putty. The earth is drinking up the water. It needs the water. It needs the water. So it rains. People talk about the flood. People cry about flooding when it happens here now. But when it rained 40 days and 40 nights, the earth was drowned in the flood. It drowned everything in the flood. When God rained, he called it the pause. Elijah told Ahab, get up, eat and drink, eat and drink. Fill yourself. Fill yourself up. We make a mistake. We want God to prosper us and bless us. We're not filling ourselves up with his word. We're not filling ourselves up with prayer. We're not becoming anointed. So when it rains, we can be seasoned. And we can flow more easier. Do you know our mechanism have to have oil in them? Something to keep them running. That they'll rust. That they won't move. They'll become stuck. Anybody knows about cars? They know that a car needs oil in it. 
We got electric cars, but they still need some kind of mechanism in it to keep those things rolling. All cars don't run by gasoline or electric. They got something that run, run on that all by itself. Not that popular, but they have some cars that run on alcohol. That's right. You may not know about them, but they're still, they're not popular. Not that popular. But what happens is the abundance of rain is coming. The abundance of rain is coming for you. You ever heard of reaping and sowing? The abundance of rain is you reaping what you sow. People want the abundance of rain, but they haven't sowed righteousness. The Bible tells us to sow righteousness to ourselves. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. The Bible tells us to sow righteousness to ourselves. To you, to me. The song I just said, the Lord had kept us, the Lord had brought us a mighty long way, because it's true. Elijah knew that. Elijah knew that he had a certain amount of time to get his work done. He wasn't chucking and jiving. Ahab knew if the man of God said something, it was going to happen. Whether he liked it or not, Ahab acknowledged that. Ahab just sent a message back. I'm not eating nothing. I'm wait till the rain come. When I see the rain, then I'm eating, drinking, getting my chariot. Ahab didn't do that. Unlike us, we're going to tell God, when you bless me, then I'll serve you. When you deliver me, then I'll think about serving you. I'll think about paying tithes. I'll think about giving offerings. I'll think about being obedient. But you got to do for me first. Faith without works is dead. And the Bible makes it claim faith. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that you have not seen. That's what happened with Ahab and Elijah. Ahab act in obedience and faith and did what the man of God said. Now, when you read the story about who Ahab is, you're going to find out he wasn't your average guy. He wasn't your average saint, neither. Rain. Abundance of rain flowing. Have you ever been caught in a rainstorm? Have you ever drive through rain? I mean, real rain. I remember we were coming back from uh, Pennsylvania, going into Delaware, and we were just caught in this massive, massive, nonstop rain. I mean, it was heavy. And then it stopped. And the thing I learned about the abundance, what abundance means, it's a lot. The abundance of rain means it ain't stopping no time soon once it stops. Elijah heard, listen to this. Elijah heard the sound of the abundance of rain with his spiritual air. Ah, uh, y'all ain't hearing me today. Elijah heard the abundance of sound of rain with a spiritual ass and didn't see nothing but a dry land and a dry sky. No clouds were in the sky. 
But yet, Elijah heard the abundance of rain coming. He was able to hear beyond the natural hearing and heard the abundance of rain coming. And he looked to Ahab and told him, get up and go eat. Let's look at that verse one more time. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up and eat and drink. There is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up eat to, and to drink. And Elijah went up to Carmel and cast himself upon the ground. And put his face between his knees. And his servant went out, and his, and he said to his servant, "Go now, go up now, look toward the sea." And he went up and looked and said, "There is nothing." And he said, "Go seven times." Verse forty-four. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, "Behold, there arrived a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand." And he said, go up and say to Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. <clears throat> Verse 45. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heavens were black with clouds and the wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was upon Je Je Elijah that he girded his up his line and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Did you hear that? God, to get the man of God, were well, you going before you and you left a long time before him? God wanted Ahab to see that he was in control. An abundance of rain coming that nothing was going to be able to stop. People go wish all the dirt they want on you. People go walk all the witchcraft and soothsaying and smooth saying and lies on you they want. But when God said, I'm going to pour abundance of rain of blessings and deliverance upon you, there's nothing nobody can do about it. Did you hear what I said? Nothing no one can do. When God promised to bless your life, he's going to do that. When God promised to take you to a higher level in him for real, not like these prophets running around saying, we going higher, we going higher, and you ain't going nowhere. When God said I'm going to take you to a higher level in me, he ain't talking about the man. He ain't talking about your fleshly emotions. He's talking about growing you in him spiritually. He wants to take you higher in him than you can see what he has. Because he said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of men to think that God prepared for them that love him. God said, Lord, but you always leave it unto the end of the age. But we don't want to be with the Lord to the end of the age. We want to get temporal stuff. Elijah. A man without like infirmities and, and movements. 
God used Elijah to get people to understand something. I am the Lord, my God, that changes not. I don't care what nobody says, God doesn't change. And that's why he had Elijah that way. God's not like us. I keep telling people that God not like us. Let me pray for the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every liberal soul watching this, under the sound of my voice, watching this broadcast. Oh, God, give them strength, oh, God, to receive the abundance of rain from you, oh, God, in their lives and bring deliverance and break yokes in their lives, oh, God. Help them be prepared to receive the abundance of rain from you, in Jesus' name. Amen. You can, uh, you can uh, uh, email us at we can at the tabernacle deliverance of inc.org. You could uh, send your love gift, you could email, uh, you could send your prayer request, your testimony, your love gift to the tabernacle deliverance incorporated PO box 535 West Harbor Straw, New York 10993. That's the tabernacle deliverance incorporated PO box 535 West Harbor Straw, New York 10993. You can finish watching this message on YouTube if you want. Uh, but we also on Twitter. The class under the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated on YouTube and on Twitter. <clears throat> Let's move on. Elijah was a man that dealt with families and sicknesses and issues. Elijah was a man that served God from his heart. Elijah pleased God. Unlike many preachers today, they don't believe God at all. When you get into the ism of schism, we preach messages that people want to hear. Oh, everybody want to hear about being blessed. But they don't want to hear about the abundance of rain. Because if you get caught in the abundance of rain, you're in trouble. It's a difference. You see, you got to understand what I'm saying. If you get caught in the abundance of rain, you're in trouble. Because the abundance of rain is the water and flourish that was God already planted. So you out there walking on what God planted, you in trouble. I'm telling you, you in trouble. Elijah knew that. Elijah, this is really interesting about a real man of God and a prophet. Prophets today got to call you out. Guess your name. Guess where you live. And tell you to write them a check for $100 or $1,000 or whatever. Even swipe your credit card. Oh, yes, they had money back then. Because there's a story about Elijah and his servant, Gershie, that Gershie went and did something he wasn't doing. Got leprosy for doing it. But Elijah did something unique. Elijah told Ahab, and he told his servant to do something. Elijah told Ahab to eat and drink and get prepared to go. Elijah went up and sat down on Carmel, dropped his head between his knees, and told his servant to go look at the sea. That the rain is coming. And his servant went and looked and said, man, ain't nothing coming. Elijah did not lift his head up. He said, go do it seven times. See, that's where we make a mistake, beloved. We don't do this thing. We go up, we preach one message, and we give up. So nobody's supporting us. 
We preach one year and that's it. I'm quitting. Nobody's supporting my ministry. Nobody's sending us money. Nobody's praying for us. Nobody's sending prayer requests. Nobody's even that for us. I'm quitting. I'm over. I'm finished. But here's Elijah. Elijah went up to Mount Carmel, sat down on the ground, dropped his head between his knees, and with authority, he told his sermon to go check for me. Why would Elijah drop his head to the knees? His knee. Because Elijah knew if God said something, he was going to do it. Elijah already heard the sound of the water. He didn't need to see it coming. Isn't that something? Elijah didn't need to see the rain coming. He already heard it was there. Elijah heard the rain coming. Long before he got to Mount Carmel, what am I trying to tell you? Some of y'all, God called y'all to do great things. And you got run off the road because of other people. You got discouraged because of other people. You got to take your eyes off of people. That's why Elijah put his head between his feet. Excuse me, put his head between his knees. Well, you might as well say it was between his feet. That's why he did it. Because he wasn't worried about nobody around him coming around and saying, man, what you doing? Why are you sitting on the ground like that? You're a big brother. Why are you sitting on the ground with your head between your knees? What's wrong with you? Because Elijah had already heard the abundance of rain. He already heard it. He didn't need to see it. He didn't let himself run out to the sea looking. Where's the rain? I hear you. Where you at? People get discouraged. God spoke to them years ago. And now they haven't seen anything. But you got to be like Elijah. You got to tell your servant, go check to see the water. I'm going to stay here because I heard it coming. There's nothing zone when you see the hand coming. So we can get out of here because it's going to be a lot. You got to be like that. If you want to walk with God successfully, you got to be like that when you want to stand before God's people successfully. I'm not talking about no women and no skinning. You got to be willing to be obedient and you weak to go to the land. You probably say, Pastor, well, that's easy for you to say. Oh, it is easy. Because it's better to obey than to sacrifice. Elijah, a man that was caught up in a fire, a chariot of fire. Why? Because he was obedient. He wasn't afraid to say, I trust God. Just like us, he got scared of some stuff. But he knew who lived forevermore. The thing about this story here. The abundance of rain is coming. The rain is coming. Those that know me know I like to drink water. But I preach or teach. And there's one thing I've learned. If it does not rain, honey. Then if it don't rain, then go be no more pouring water. 
There's not going to be no more polar spring water, beloved, if God don't rain abundantly. He can do spring showers. And we have an abundance of water. It's not going to happen like that. Amen. It's not going to happen like that. God got the rain in abundance. Because he knows Pastor Wells needs water. You got to understand something about how God operates through his magnificent word. He don't fail. And Elijah went, sat down on that ground and put his head between his legs. Knowing that the God whom he served was able to perform what he had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. God is able to perform what he said. If he said it, he'd do it. If he spoke it, he'd bring it to pass. Elijah knew this. I know that. I don't care how it looked. No matter to me how it looked, how it sound, how it seemed. God is a performer of his word. He said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. That's the word of God. No good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. Walk uprightly before the Lord. The servant went and looked, came back and told Elijah the first time, man, I don't see nothing. I think you next. See, that's one thing about a leader and his servants and those that he put in charge of. You can't get buddy-buddy with them all the time. But they're going to try to bring you down to their unbelief level. Did you hear what I just said? You may be called to be an evangelist, blah, blah, blah. But don't allow people to bring you down to their level of unbelief and cause you to miss your abundance of rain, to nourish you and season you, to help you grow into all God wants you to be. Elijah knew this. Elijah wasn't moved by not seeing the rain. He wasn't moved by his servant coming back and telling him the first time, I don't see nothing. Elijah already knew that God was a doer and a performer of his word. That's where we mess up. The rain comes. One of the worst things for a person that drive a car is to have wipers that don't work in the rain. Why, you may say? Well, if the wipers don't work, they're going to get into a car accident. It's inevitable. Because when the rain is pouring down on the front of their windshield, they can't see nothing. They can't see nothing. They can't see nothing. <clears throat> if the windshield wipers ain't working, flapping back and forth or whatever which they're supposed to go, if they can't see, they're going to hit something or something going to hit them because they can't see in front of them. When you get in your car, you ain't looking backwards. You're looking forward. That's what Elijah was trying to get his servant to see. That's what Elijah got Ahab to see. Read the story. Ahab wasn't your average individual. Read the story about Ahab. You can find out what I'm telling you is true. 
but he listened to what the man of God said, and he went, ate and drank, and got up his behind in his chariot and booked. But as you read the story, something else took place. While Ahab was boogieing down the road in his chariot, God stirred up Elijah, Elijah got up and ran before his chariot and beat him to Jezreel. Hmm. You think you can outsmart God, you phony? You will never, ever outsmart God. You will never, ever be able to outdo God. God is a performer of his word. He will always have a servant to tell the truth. There's 7,000 that haven't bowed they need to bow. I don't care what these TV preachers do. And I'm on TV too. I don't care what they do. I don't care what scams they got. I don't care what rhymes they got. I don't care how much they don't tell you you must be born again. You still need to be born again. It's not by my, not by power, but by my spirit, say of God. I'm God all by myself. I don't need no help from man. That's what God said. If you don't serve God, if you don't worship and praise God, the rocks will cry out and glorify Him. Abundance of rain. Getting ready to take place. Rain is coming. The rain is coming. I looked out the window. And as a while, it was raining. Rain is coming. Make sure you don't get caught in the rain. Make sure you the one that's being rained in your life. That you are being flourished through that rain. See, people get caught in the rain. You ever notice people that get caught in the rain? They soak and wet. Oh, mess up. That's because they got caught in the rain. That's not the blessing. When the rain comes, it's supposed to flourish you. When the rain comes, it's supposed to flourish the earth. You're part of the earth. You're part of God's being. God wants to flourish you. God wants to nourish you. God wants to rise you up. God wants to bring you forth. You know the story of Saul? Interesting story. King Saul. God sent Saul, a Samuel. God sent Samuel. To finally anoint him, the official anointing. Bam, you came obediently with the heart of oil. But before he could give it to him and anoint him with it, just like Elijah, God opened his ears. See, people think the cattle and stuff was right around them. It was not. They were in the castle. They were in the palace. The king's cart, probably the king's cart. 
But he heard the sheep. Now I'm finished up plowing, beating in the background. God opened his ear. Just like Elijah, God opened his ear. They had an abundance of rain coming. Saul thought he sight God, fooled Samuel, and had it in his pocket. Samuel said, How in the done I hear sheep bleeding in the background? The first thing Saul could do was lie. Did you know what I said? The first thing Saul could do was lie and never tell the truth. He missed his abundance. Oh, yeah. He went to the throne in the physical. Oh, yes, he did. But he wasn't chosen by God. God didn't want him. He rejected him. God rejected Saul. Because when it was time for the abundance of his blessings to fall upon him. He had already messed up before he could even get it. He got messed up before he got started. Y'all ain't hear me. A lot of preachers today, they got messed up before they started. So they just preach it on and make it look good. I always talk about the story my brother told me about the preaching. I was preaching for pastor for 25 years and never knew the Lord. Oh my gosh, how many people was lost? I could identify with that because my godfather was a pastor and we never heard him talk about being saved ever. And he pastored that church for at least 50 years. Never heard him mention you must be born again. You must repent of your sins. So what I did, I asked my mother. I said, Ma, if that's the soul forever, I talk about being saved and accepting Christ as your precious Savior. No. He was raised there. We were raised there. I quit when I was about 14. That's the church. I always talk about that. Uh, uh, taught us the, the angels. We're coming to get our candy money. He used to lie every Sunday. It's so funny to some people. People laugh it off, but they were lying right in the house of God every Sunday. That the angels are coming to collect the money to take it up to heaven. So I'm like a donkey. I'm just like an angel. There was never no angel. There was never no angel taking no money. Because after I got old, I found out God don't need no money. He got it all. God got all the money. He don't need no money. We need it. We preachers need money to maintain the ministry. So there was no money going up to heaven. No, 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 no. There was no money going up to heaven. That's a lie that we were implicated to believe. There was no abundance there because they were the right in the first place. You got the right people. You got the right leaders, you'll have the right people. You got the wrong leaders, you'll have the wrong junk of people. Believe in lies. Abundance of rain. An abundance of rain flowing. In your life and in the lives around you. Abundance. The rain is coming. In the old days, in some countries, when it rained, they would get big barrels and they'll collect all the rainwater they can. 
But some places didn't have walking, working water, so they had to catch water like that. So when abundance of rain came down, they caught much of it as they can to feed their cattle, for the cattle to drink, and for them themselves. Everybody don't have all this fancy water that we waste every day. We turn the faucet on or go in the shower and stand there for half an hour and the water just wasting away. Everybody don't have it like that. Everybody don't have it like that today. There's some people don't have irrigation today. There's some countries don't have irrigation, honey. There's some places that don't have it. But the rain is coming. The question is, Do you hear it coming? Perfect examples of hearing. Hearing spiritual stuff. Elijah and the ten virgins. I never really looked at the, the ten virgins in its formality, but it's true. It wasn't the only ten virgins there. There were other people there. What I'm trying to tell you that ten, all ten virgins heard the bridegroom call. Did you hear what I said? Not just five. The abundance of rain is coming. Rain is coming. Victorious rain is coming. But when the ten virgins heard the bridegroom call, only five was ready to go. Isn't that something? But all ten heard. Amen. All ten heard. Don't you know what the scripture says? The Bible said there'll be two in the field plow. One will be taken, one will be left. There'll be two in the bed, one will be taken over left. You got to make sure you have and you prepare. Are y'all hear me? You got to make sure you are here and you are prepared to go with him. That's the only way you to think God is. I want to be ready when he come back. God is. That's what the song says. God is my sustainer. He's my way maker. But I want to be ready when he come back. Elijah. Heard. Didn't see nothing. Elijah didn't see nothing, folks. Nothing. But the spiritual earth heard. The abundance of rain coming. Sitting there with Ahab. He said, get up and go eat and drink. And I, Ahab, went to eat and drink. Elijah went, listen to this, Elijah went to Carmel and sat down and put his head between his legs and told his servant to go look. When his servant came back the seventh time, after the, uh, seven more times he came back, he told Elijah, I see a hand. A car looked like a hand of a man. Now listen to what Elijah said. Go tell Ahab to stop eating. Get down and get me chariot that the rain stopped him not. Now there was no rain yet. Y'all ain't hear me. 
The rain hasn't come yet. All the family came back and said, I see I didn't see anybody here. And Elijah told the servant, go tell Ahab, get in his chariot, that the rain stop and not hurry. Real men of God and women of God are going to warn you and tell you to get up, eat some food, get some strength in your body, get in your chariot, because the rain is coming. Don't let the rain stop you. I'm going to say it again. Don't let the abundance of rain stop you. Let the rain come to season you. That means you need to be where you're supposed to be at already. <laughs> you need to be where you belong already, not trying to get there. You, <laughs> you need to be in the place, location, with God already assigned to you, not too trying to get there. Because when the abundance of rain comes, it could season you, it could flourish you. But if you were outside trying to get there, you got a problem. You might get washed away. You ever notice how many people get car accidents in the rain, get killed? A lot of times they had no business out there. I'm not kidding you. <clears throat> I, I remember the story of the young couple, young guys. They got killed here over here when I uh, lived. They ran head on into a, a, a Mack truck. We always used to have a joke about a Mack truck from a kid. But when we were kids about, you don't want to fool around a Mack truck because they're going to flatten you. Well, that's what the truck did. It killed both of them instantly. But guess what they were doing? They were joyriding in the rain. Joyriding in the rain. The rain is not a play toy. It can become very vicious. You can go to a ditch that you didn't see that was there. You got to understand that God doesn't change. He's still a God of the earth. You don't need to understand that God doesn't change. He's still a holy, godly God. The abundance of rain. It's a flourish you that you would prosper in the thing that God has for you. You people that keep sending all this X-rated stuff to me, God is going to get you. You need to repent of your wicked sins. Stop doing all this clean stuff and turn your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ before you get cut off. Elijah. Knew that the rain was going to come. He didn't doubt that. He didn't live in unbelief, unbelief that the rain was going to come. He knew the rain was going to come. <clears throat> the man or woman of God's job is to warn the people that the rain is going to come. And that you got to get your life in line with God's word when the rain comes. If your life is not alive, oh, you're going to get caught in the rain. When we do it God's way, we come out on top. When we do it man's way, we'll be trying to find the bottom, forget the top. 
abundance of rain. The rain is coming. Ahab knew that when Elijah told him the rain was going to come, Elijah got up there, went up there and ate. <clears throat> when the word came by Elijah's servant to get in the chariot, he got in the chariot and left. Elijah got up and ran before the chariot and led him there at Jezreel. <clears throat> There's one thing I learned about God. You can't fool him. You can never fool God. You can fool man. You can play trick games on man. You can run all kinds of deceptive games on man. But <clears throat> you can never, ever fool God. The abundance of rain. The rain is coming. <clears throat> the rain is coming. Are you ready for the rain to come? Are you ready to receive the rain in your life? The servant didn't even understand what Elijah had sent him to do. So he came back and said, I don't see nothing. You go back seven times to look. Imagine a servant going back and forth, back and forth. And like, what is this guy got me doing here, man? This guy got me going back and forth. And then finally on the seventh time, he went back. Seen a small hand. Instead of coming back off and saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'll go ahead Come back, yo, man. I see a small little tiny bitty bitty hand. It looks like a man out there. Looks like a man hand out there. <clears throat> so Elijah said, son, go tell Ahab to get running. That's a rain. Stop him now. Don't let the rain stop you. Make sure the rain is for you. <clears throat> Don't let us stop you. Don't get caught in the mud. Be where you're supposed to be so you don't get caught in the mud when it rains. When it rains, it pours. Don't get caught in the rain. <laughs> Elijah, a man without like infirmity. Knew of a fact and of a certainty that was going to rain. Most a man knew that God would open his Red Sea and close it. Pharaoh did not know that the Red Sea was going to be closed. Noah. A man that preached for 120 years that it was going to rain when there had never been no rain. People think it was raining all the time. There was never no rain before that. Moving in bed, Hasey built that up. He saved his family. 
and them fell. When the rain came, people banging on the door, they did. The rain was there to save Noah and his family. Those that was outside, it was there to drown them. That's something to think about. Rain coming! Rain coming! The rain is coming! Ah! The abundance of rain is coming! Rain is coming, everybody! Rain is coming! The abundance of rain is coming! Make sure you're not outside when it comes. Make sure you're where you're supposed to be when the rain comes down. Make sure. The Bible says, be sure your sins will find you out. Make sure you're where you're supposed to be when the rain comes. The rain is coming. It's coming fast. It's coming hard. Today, some of you are here. Some of you are listening to this broadcast unsaved. Some of you are saved, discouraged, want to give up and quit. But I want to encourage you that the rain is going to come. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain for your life. That God wants to fill your life. Give you a feeling, a feeling of love, a feeling of joy, a feeling of power to serve him and help others. The rain is coming. Don't get caught in the rain. i never forget the time I was in Florida going to the store with my mother. Mm -hmm. It was bone dry. By the time we got to the store a block away, I was drenched. I'll never forget that. It poured and poured and poured and poured for about five minutes. And it would dry again. <laughs> I was soaking wet. If there's anybody here that don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, let's pray. Let's seriously pray. Ask the Lord to forgive us for our sins and cleanse our heart, mind, and soul. Now you're here with me and pray with me right now. Simple prayer of penance right now. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I ask you to save me right now. Sanctify me. Cleanse me in Jesus' name. I accept you as my personal Savior. Let the abundance of rain that I'm supposed to be a partaker of come on my life in Jesus' name. Let me be in the right place to receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Father, I ask that you touch every liberal soul under the sound of my voice right now. Break every yoke in their lives and meet every need in their lives in Jesus' name. 
I thank you for showering the abundance of rain upon them, oh God, and moving in their behalf. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen. Then before we go, we have Bible study Wednesday night at 8.15, and we have service here on Sunday at 5.15. You can, uh, uh, you can send us the prayer request, uh, testimony, uh, if you want to become part of our, uh, our ministry, it's a love gift to help out. You can do that at send it to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated, P.O. Box 535, West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. That's the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated, P.O. Box 535, West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. Or you can visit our website, the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated, or the Tabernacle of Deliverance, inc.org, and you can click on uh, prayer request testimony or uh, even leave a love offer now and I'll become a partner page. Until uh, Wednesday night or next Sunday, remember, be in the right place to receive the abundance from God.